Hello, and welcome to the podcast about Transformers comics, toys, and everything in between. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Computron. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Last Stand of the Wreckers. And as always, spoiler warnings. So if you haven't read it, we highly recommend, highly recommend this one. Go read it. Come back. <laughs> listen to the podcast. So I've also heard some, from some of my Earthlings that if you click and like this video or subscribe, that really helps us grow, and we really appreciate that, and thank you for it. Now, onwards with the podcast. Both Computron and myself have read this series already, but this is Kilobyte's first time, and we are excited to hear his thoughts, especially about this one. But before we dive into that, Computron, do you mind telling us some quick facts? Yeah. Yeah, and you guys know the usual, first things first, the hard stuff. So, the first issue for Last Stand of the Records was released January 27th, 2010, and the fifth and final issue was released on May 19th, 2010. The writer was Nick Rosh and James Roberts. Uh, the artist was Nick Rosh as well, John Wyckoff, Guido Guidi, and Andrew Griffith. And the colors were by Josh Burkham and Joanne LaFuente. Okay, so now for the Iron Fist facts. In issue one, Verity calls Rotostorm Hitman, a reference to professional wrestler Brett Hitman Hart, who is known for the pink wraparound sunglasses. Rotostorm is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. In issue three, Overlord paraphrases the master of Doctor Who fame when he requests that Decepticons please attend carefully. A famous line of the Masters from the original Doctor Who series, Logopolis. Did I even say that right? Logopolis. Yeah, that sounds about right. I haven't seen Doctor Who. (laughs) I haven't either. Anyway, notable enough, it's used again in the revived series episode, The Sound of Drums. James Roberts has previously said that in his head, Overlord sounds like John Sim, the actor who had most recently played the Master at the time. I like how it says most recently. Most recently to this when it came out in 2010. So when the <laughs> was, just to be clear. Yeah, because wasn't that like the 10th actor at the time? Uh, 11. Is it 11? Anyway, in issue five, <laughs> James Roberts has noted that Prowl never asks about the Autobot prisoners, the alleged reason the records were sent in the first place. Now, Mr. Kilobot, would you please give us some summaries will do we follow a team of wreckers who are led by springer into garris's nine where they are tasked into retrieving aquatus which is located in an autobot penitentiary facility under the command of overlord this is going to get interesting and as always this information has been taken from the wiki and if you're watching this on YouTube, please go down to the comments and let us know who you think is going to survive. We'll have an image on the YouTube version with all the faces and all the names. So you know who to comment in the below. So with that, shall we get started? Yes. <laughs> so yes. this is a good one. Our first scene start off with a lot of fast paced gore and action. Overlord assumes command of the Decepticon station on Garrison uh, Garris 9 Penitentiary and sort of takes over the whole place really quickly. Thoughts starting out. Thoughts starting out. 
right? <laughs> okay, so I can't like re- you don't want to talk about this stuff later. We will. We will get there. <laughs> you hold tight. We'll get there. I'm talking about the takeover by a phase sixer. It was very scary. Uh, just seeing Overlord and he just kind of goes crazy even to his own Decepticons. And like he just shows up. He's like, oh, you're in command. He's like, yeah, we're taking we're we're almost there. And he's like, no, I'm going to take command and uh, you're just going to be offline. It's like shoots him in the face and he just keeps going. It's like, okay, this is my place now and you all follow me. And then he just starts casting havoc, throwing everybody and all the bodies around. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be good. Right. Right. And it, it, it's, it sets the tone for what's going to happen next. And it feels very, uh, what's the, what, what is it? It's very, feels unorthodox. Yeah, sure. Let's go down. <laughs> That's a very much of an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yes. We're going to have some good scenes on this one for the YouTube version. Uh, you know, kind of bouncing off of what Kilo said. Uh, you know, it was clearly that he was ruling by fist, right? Like, he was willing to give up the glory of the entire raid to the other guy because he was just wanting to just go on his psychotic ways. And we'll go really into more depth of the real reason why he's doing this. But right now, we're just assuming that he wants to come into like Garrus 9 just because he's a psycho but wants command right because he's like i was willing to give you the glory and then yeah and he's kind of a mystery character for lots of like new fans of this series because like a lot of people didn't see the japanese run where he is originated from because there hasn't been really a dub for it so when they see this new character just come in like a hundred percent full insanity it's kind of jarring it's like what's gonna happen next because this is not a character people are used to uh, and, and it sets up the the tone nicely because you, you from the beginning you're kind of like scared of him already oh, yeah. it, you see all this craziness and you're like oh and, the, and then the title the comics is the last stand of the records and you're like hmm, hmm. wonder what's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like uh, Suicide Squad. Hey, what a very interesting way to start a trilogy. <laughs> yes. And it's only uphill from here. So we switch over to the Autobots and we're introduced to the records, the name of the comic. And what I want to do is actually have a little marker or red X over their faces for every single one that dies when they die during the video portion. Yeah. So Nobody has fun. screen space for that, man. Oh, we'll find a way. Um, but if that spoils anything, this comic has been out for a while, so please read it. So who are the records for this issue? Does anyone want to talk about them? Have any theories? Who's going to live? Who's going to die? Go. Well, we, we could start with the newbies. We we come face to face with a new group uh, that's joining the record. So we got Iron Fist, Pyro, Rotostorm, Guzzle. Yep. Uh, it's only those four, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, and then we met them on Ultra Magnus's ship, right? Yep. Verity yes. was there, and so was Mr. Magnus himself. Yeah. Well, at least for like the the new ones, the, the new recruits, because I think Magnus yeah. and Verity were already the record. Yeah. So you named the new recruits. The whole the whole roster, though, and we'll get to one of them later, is going to be Springer, Perceptor, Topspin, Guzzle, Rotostorm, Cup, Velocity, Pyro, Twin Twist, and Iron Fist. Is it Velocity or Verity? Uh, Velocity. Is it Velocity? Nope, it's probably Verity, isn't it? Verity, yeah, because it's human. Oh, I spelled that wrong. All right, big X over my face. I'm dead already. Um, 
I need to fix that. So yeah, who do you think is going to survive out of this? Well, uh, I like Iron Fist. Um, I like Iron Fist, and I like the uh, what? Well, I like Iron Fist because he's a I don't know a a smart tailpipe kind of guy. <laughs> I like him because he he's he's kind of you know kind of cute because he has he he's a fan of the records so he gets very excited when he starts meeting them and he it's very very nice to see. It. <laughs> Wait, yeah. would you say that he's um the medic there? I, I I'm not too sure because he was doing like these checkups right before everybody uh, left. Yeah, he I think he has a background in. Uh, I don't know if it's engineering or something, but I know he, he they kind of hint at him uh, having a previous job that was not fighting. So he used to be in a lab somewhere. Yeah. Oh, and he made some toys, some very dangerous toys. <laughs> yes. To say the least. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> well, when I first started reading, uh, I knew, because seeing Overlord and then seeing the name, I knew people were going to die. I thought maybe that the, the recruits were usually like the candidates because they're new so they're easy and then the other ones have a backstory oh you mean uh, plot armor yeah plot armor so i, I think it, my first impression was recruits will die everybody else that's been out for a while that everybody knows is probably going to survive okay okay yep shall we move to the next bit then we shall <laughs> before we start in there um because i want to talk about one autobot specifically before we talk about who lives and who dies. And okay. that one Autobot that we witnessed, because Overlord did come in, right? And this is before the record showed up. Um, we we first meet Fort Max. Oh, yeah. And, uh, f- well, Fort Max doesn't have a very good time <laughs> with Overlord. Oh, uh, yeah. He gets trapped on that planet for over two years, right? Yep. And uh, pretty much tortured. Like, uh, he, Overlord, you know, after beating Fort Max, threw him to the masses and... Uh, well, the Septicon masses had some chunks. Just some chunks. <laughs> they had some chunks to to rip off, should I say? Yeah. So scary. Before we start with the Wrecker's mission, Bringer says one last thing to everybody. Like, he's agreeing. So he's like, so that's the plan. What could possibly go right? Dot, dot, <laughs> dot. Which, from experience, sounds like, you know, things are going to end up going wrong and terribly wrong. And you'd be right. Everything goes wrong and terribly wrong. And... It's really funny to me, like, a few panels after everything's going wrong. So so Overlord kind of says something that, as when the Autobot first touches down, Verity is launched underground from a hole and lands in front of Overlord, who says, Now, now things go from bad to much, much worse. Which feels like it was completing that Bringer quote to me. <laughs> and it just, like, sets the tone again. It's like, oh boy, is she gonna die? <laughs> um... She did look like an ant in front of Overlord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's big compared to normal bots. That actually was one of the things that kind of bugged me was, is, you know, they, they they cue the scene after that to the other team that crashed down, right? Mm-hmm. And then after they re-cue back, you see that they somehow managed to get away or, or, or you know, run somewhere. And I'm like, oh, or... You know, Verity managed to back up and, and you know, the, and, well, you know, Rotostorm being Rotostorm. Um, but anyway, you're, like, I was sitting there going, oh, I kind of wanted to see if she dodged Overlord or something. Like, this is... not fair. <laughs> I need to see it. Because you, can, you can't just go from standing in front of him to not standing away near him. No, what we do see, though, is we go from the scary, intense moment to a comedy bit brought to you by Rotostorm, who is confronted by Overlord and... Um, 
go, tries to, you know, combine with his famous catchphrase, Wreckers, combine. <laughs> I love the next three panels. Same three scenes, everyone's just flat face. And then Rotostorm goes, well, I thought it was funny. And then Overlord starts to laugh very menacingly before he literally kills Rotostorm with his finger guns. Mark down one for Wreckers death. Mr. Roto. The funniest of them all. The funny guy always dies, right? That hurt me so much. I was, I was hoping he'd die. And then he's the first one. <laughs> yeah, he just stood there and died. <laughs> well, he, he went out like... Uh, it kind of reminds me of Dragon Ball Z with Frieza's little finger death pew-pew gun. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Um, Mr. Overlord... Why do you even bother with guns if you can use your fingers? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> if that's all for that, shall we move on to the next deaths? If we have to. If we have to. <laughs> Perfect. So we find out that Twin Twist and Top Spin are um, branch sparks, meaning they feel each other's pain, they're pretty much siblings, but they're on separate teams on this mission. Well, one of them ends up getting captured and you know, tortured pretty bad. And at this point, the, the plot point where we're with the other team, you need a bot to unlock the the gate to get to Aquitus, right? I believe that's yeah. how you... Yeah, I'm probably saying it wrong. Let me know in the comments. Um, <laughs> it's Leviosa. <laughs> <laughs> so they needed like a sacrifice, a bot or something, and it needed to be someone who's like a... The volunteering and t- Topspin volunteers to help out his twin twist brother from suffering. Uh, so we had a double whammy right there, which you know, if it helps one person to stop suffering, that's probably what I would do as well. What's your thoughts on that? That was so sad, man. Just, I didn't want it want it to happen. I'm like, how is he gonna get out of there and not get tortured anymore and, and survive? sacrifices himself well he's not only sacrifices himself he sacrificed his brother right so, yeah and so he knew like to, honestly if he was feeling the same thing the brother was feeling with from the torture and uh knew what was going on because there was brief moments where they said they could he could almost see what was going on with the other one right right Right. Yeah, that's a mercy kill in my book. That's not like double assisted suicide, like they were saying earlier. I was like, no, nah, it's more of a mercy kill. Like I was, if if I was like me and my brothers, <laughs> sorry, I'm putting me out of my misery as much as you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was tough. <laughs> poor, poor dudes. But it's not over. I love the. I this is one of my favorite the, the favorite things from the Rikers comics is uh you know they they don't go happily ever after in this comic they don't go quietly into the night (laughs) um so there comes a scene where a bunch of decepticons are approaching on to a group of wreckers and they need to get away and so one of them volunteers pyro who's talking about his big story on how he wants to die in a blaze of glory and how he's going to fight so much that optimus prime himself would be proud of him because you know he's very brave and stuff so he volunteers to stay behind to fight all the Decepticons by himself, only to not do that, only to last maybe a second and scream in pain while he does it. Very sad and messed up. I don't know. What's your thoughts? Yeah. And it, and he was he even modeled his, his body to look like Optimus Prime. Exactly. And where, where he could, of course. And it's just, man, it was... All of this is sad. 
<laughs> this is all toss. Um, well, uh, <laughs> the first time I read this, I was sad. But the second time I read this, I'm like, oh, um, I don't think he's going to go out like the way he says he's going to go out. Yeah, that blaze of glory. No. <laughs> no. Got denied. He got torn apart. He literally. did not ride the eternal shiny to the Valhalla. No. <laughs> Which takes us to our epic conclusion with the Wreckers versus Overlord, and what a battle to witness. Guzzle gets ripped in half, very much like Jazz from the 2007 movie. Yeah, there goes another one. There goes another one. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Uh, Springer's face. <laughs> Sorry. Springer's face is ripped off. Everyone's guns is ablazing. Iron Fist pulls out this epic move, detonating explosives that were planted inside of Overlord. Unfortunately, Iron Fist isn't going to make it home from this one, I think. What's your thoughts on this entire epic fight? He's the good boy to make it out of the way he, he deserves to make it out. He's he's the good boy, but... Uh... He, he's currently staring at Overlord all by himself. <laughs> well, he's the one I want to live. Is he... How how does he survive this fight? I can't remember. Uh, well, you see, the gun that Springer shot at Overlord wasn't necessarily some sort of like Gatling gun or anything. It had uh, some explosives in it inside the bullets. And like last episode, I said we witness Swiss cheese. <laughs> it reminds me heavily of the moment of the Terminator, where it's like just his endoskeleton is coming out of the fire. Yeah. yeah. If you notice, like, did you see that his skull or his face was a skeleton shape? Yeah. Yeah. So what are people's thoughts overall with this series? What's anything else you want to talk about? About oh, Well, there's we're missing somebody. There is a record we haven't talked about. And he, he he shows up in a blaze of glory. Like, cool guys don't look at explosion kind of <laughs> meme. Where before all of this happened, the Wreckers are flying through space. And they find a Decepticon ship that has a bunch of holes. And it has a, a signal asking for help. And when they get there, the ship explodes. And they're like, oh, what happened? And from the explosion, we see Impactor riding the blast towards the Autobot ship and asking permission to board. <laughs> That's right, such a good scene. The crew. Yep, he's the one that killed all those Decepticons and blew up that ship. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Reminds me of um, Master Chief. When, oh, yeah. Uh, it was a Halo 2 where he just blows up a ship and just flies. <laughs> and I was like, right at that moment I was reading it in comic, I was like, for a brick, he flew pretty good. yep so i thought that scene was amazing anything else there is a scene uh this is way going back when the autobots are landing on garris 9 uh they they use some drop pods to access the penitentiary and some of the drop pods get um, all all the decepticons were waiting so they start shooting at the drop pods and they get a lot of holes and everything so we see perceptor just poke his upper body out of a hole and start sniping everybody and i'm like okay yeah stability the, the best sniper we've had in the history of transformers is perceptor the scientist turned sniper <laughs> he could do everything <laughs> hey man <laughs> if anything like 
Wait, so you guys remember like what what episode was it when um I think it was Megatron Volume Four when we were going over all the uh, spotlights spotlights and Preceptor had a spotlight and what what was the bot? It was a you know a a combiner, combiner that he just shoots in the face and kills, right? Yeah, Monstructor. Yeah, and now you know he's he's got to beef up his game. Preceptor's like the John Wick of this whole entire thing. Man. <laughs> so one killed his eye, and now he wants revenge. <laughs> yeah. So Rod Star rating. What would you guys give this one? Five. Mm, is it out of five? Yeah, out of five. Mm. This is this is a five for me. I'm not gonna sugarcoat or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Good stuff. Excuse Why? me. Why? Yeah. Why? It's good stuff. Okay, okay. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. <laughs> the action's good stuff. The gore, good stuff. Was it because it was out of order or kind of out of sync? No, it's more like after reading, because I've read this 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 specific comic a couple times, because I read it alone. I read it when me and Computron read it, and I read it before yeah. that, and I read it with uh, just now. <laughs> it's it's some of the cheesy lines there, there's a few sprinkled in this comic like it just felt like oh i rolly cheesy but it, that is in itself transformer like but oh it it didn't tickle me right i feel uh, like they i feel like they do that a lot with uh like suicide squad type characters uh and now i'm not trying to reference suicide squad from dc but like in and even in action movies where this this group of mercenaries uh, or uh, this group uh, in the military that kind of does these type of mission where they go in and they don't expect to come out with yeah. all the tension and everything. They always ha- have to have a funny side to it. Well, I'm, I don't mind the funny part. I, I'm talking more like the cheesy lines. And I'll throw up a couple of examples on the video one because I can't remember. Off the top so what of you're telling me. Yeah. So what you're telling me is the only thing I got to do to get you to turn this into a five star is to have you read a G.I. Joe comic. <laughs> no, G.I. Joe comics are all zero, zero out of five star rod stars. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> all right. Um, so any other to, thoughts? To, to recap the death, we have <laughs> Top Spin, Twin Twist, Pyro, Rotorstorm, Springer, Guzzle, and uh, I think that's it. Seven? Did, wait, did, are, are we going to be counting Fistatron, Iron Fist? So, yeah, unfortunately, Iron Fist dies at the end of the comet. He turns out he had a bullet in his head that was slowly approaching on his brain. Took him out. And, yes, Guzzle gets ripped in half. He looks dead. He acts dead. He's not dead. (laughs) Uh, They show him again in another panel, riding off into the sunset with Impact or... And we'll see him again. Uh, Springer has his face ripped off. He's out for the rest of the overlord battle he looks dead he's in a coma we find out live will we see him again who knows who knows so if you felt bad on any of those well then now you feel better yeah so <laughs> listeners let us know in the comments how many you got right and which ones were the saddest to you <laughs> yes. i was just i'm laughing at the irony of somebody getting ripped in half at living but somebody with the bullet slowly going to their head just not you're dead get out of here right they couldn't do Cybertronian surgery to remove it. Yeah, and like Tony Stark's, you know, shrapnel into his eye or something. Well, that's a little harder to do because they're all metal. So we don't have any emails for you today. 
But if you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervebarpodcast at gmail.com. Does anyone want to take us out or read the last bit while I am on mute while there's an impactor going? (laughs) I can do it. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff D&D series, Transform and Rollout, Rise of the World Killers.